Hey, it's Adrian. Just before we get you to this episode, do me a favor and head over to pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair. Three things that I know it is most of the time, but it's not like that all of the time. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, enter your email address, it's completely free, and let's get you to this episode. Adrian, now he's got it right now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing a game of musical chairs. That was good fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> so, those of you who tune in will notice there's been a, a bit of a flip around today. So, I shall be your host for the 48th. 48th. Can we confirm it? It's the 48th PPJ oh, remind podcast. Me. <laughs> And I am joined by the usual suspects, Chloe Davis and Adrian Kwan. How's it going, guys? Woo -hoo! This is this is straight vodka. Just so <laughs> I'm joking. Natalie looks shocked. Well, I mean, I can't I can't prove it. To no, you, this can is I? just my face now. And we are joined <laughs> by the fabulous Natty Carly. I just want to list off. Natalie's what well, I couldn't like summarize it down so we have director <laughs> of Miss Voluptuous International owner of the pageant planner co owner of the volunteering site Q4 and recent Pride of Essex award winner oh thank you <laughs> and Ooh. not forgetting Royal International Miss England role model how are you Natalie I am good, thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it's just really weird hearing you like read those out. I'm like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I do do that. Yeah, I did that. I did that. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah, I do do that. <laughs> I don't know where I find the time. But I do do that. I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I really don't know how you find the time to do all of this. I get up at five o'clock yeah. in the morning. You've been doing a lot better at that than me. No, no, I really haven't. But we won't tell anybody that apart from however many people are watching currently. Yeah, yeah. A few. So, Nat Natalie, I want you to um, tell us a little bit how you got involved in the pageantry and uh, oh, how Miss Voluptuous was born. So, um, I, I started life in a plus size pageant and I went along and I'd had a really, really good time. Um, and it was it was a really good crack. I had a great time. I met some amazing people. Um, I mean, I've been involved on like on the stage and in theatre and stuff since I was a kid. So it was kind of like a natural progression for me. But I didn't discover pageants until I was already married. I had two children, so that kind of aged me out and and kind of made me um, ineligible for some of the bigger systems. So I started trying to kind of find something that fit. Um, and like I say, I entered a plus size system. I'd not long had my children my confidence was on the floor um and at the time as well you know it's not not a secret that I was in kind of a toxic relationship situation as well so that had really knocked my confidence and so um yeah I I thought yeah that looks like fun I'll give it a go and I got bitten really hard by the bug um and I I I think I did pretty good. I placed second runner up and um, that was it for me. Like 
this is great fun. I really want to have another go at this. Um, and it really was like an emphasis on having a really good time on the glitz and the glam. And I really loved that. Um, but something was kind of the fire in me really was for like the volunteering um putting in the time uh, raising funds for charity so I started to have a look around for things that kind of embody both of those things so something that was a safe space for someone who has a body like mine um, but also really had the emphasis on the charity work the volunteering and there kind of wasn't anything um, and it was after a, co a couple of conversations with uh, some friends in America they were like you know what just just do something you need to you need to you know create what's missing uh, and so in 2016 um what is now miss voluptuous pageants was born and here we are uh four years later holding our first international next year in nashville i think we are like one of the first systems born in the uk to hold a, an international stateside so it's kind wow. of a big deal for me pretty exciting that's yeah that's, that's how i, I got here go. right so yeah exciting exciting stuff Amazing, amazing. Thank you. Nashville looks amazing as well. What made you pick Tennessee? I, I, I've got a bit of a, a penchant for being slightly different and, you know, my natural instinct is to go somewhere like Vegas, you know, everybody wants the glitter and the glam and the lights and the amazingness and, mm. you know, there are so many incredible pageants that are already being held in Vegas. So I started kind of having a look around like where else could we go? Obviously, then there was Orlando because that's another massive mm. draw for people you have. Galaxy was being held in Orlando at the time. And I was like, you know, there are, again, a lot of systems that are already there. I need to pick somewhere that other people haven't necessarily gone yet for an international. Um, and I'm, I'm a bit of a Closet Dolly fan. So uh, <laughs> Nashville, Nashville was the next best thing for me. It's somewhere that I know a lot of people really want to go, but don't necessarily have a reason to go there other than yeah. to visit the sites kind of thing um so yeah i i had my heart set and it was just a case of finding a venue and as soon as we as soon as we found the venue everything kind of slotted into place and yeah it's been going a million miles an hour ever since so yeah That's so cannot wait amazing chloe i noticed you uh muted your mic there was that okay yeah speaking yeah <laughs> no it wasn't i yeah i <laughs> never mind well Speaking, speaking of, <laughs> how, how's your week been, uh, Mrs. <laughs> Jalapeno? <laughs> Do you want to know what? I'm actually a little disappointed because I really believed I could have done it. But mm. at that moment in time, it was physically impossible. I have no idea how that guy in the chili eating contest in America got 16 in one minute because I went as fast as I could and I only managed 11 um yeah. but it was it was also nice. amazing <laughs> for those that haven't seen it you have to hop on over to um chloe's instagram you've got it you've got the full video on instagram right yeah yeah that was you have me an absolute stitches so chloe it was attempting a world record of jalapeno eater eating and the the world record was 16 in a minute is that correct yeah <laughs> and you have to go over and check a video out because it's hilarious you cracked me up when the um the video it could go either one way and it was like you partied around you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it could go another way and it was a clip of a a funeral, funeral. 
with people who are dancing around with the coffin on their shoulders like <laughs> either way you're gonna get a party oh yeah either you're way right. <laughs> <laughs> so you managed to get a hold of the jalapenos i know last week you were kind of being thinking yeah, about buying a plant yeah it was actually a funny story so um i managed to find a uk website um because my sister lives in northern ireland i live in the republic i was able to get them delivered to her house and my house is only like 30 minutes away so i got them delivered to my sister's house and i panicked i didn't know how many i would need because it didn't specifically state how many jalapenos were in each box <laughs> so i ordered 30 pounds worth <laughs> like what are you gonna do with the rest of the jalapeno no um so it's, it, there's more than 30 there's about 300 there well maybe 200 i'm not sure but yeah you're gonna have to make a sauce yep we've chopped lots up and we pickled them and oh i think adrian's got the video and we've also kept just some wondering back. if anyone yeah, hang on. I, I, yeah, speaking of things, so. Yeah. Up in the dairy or Donegal area needs any jalapenos because this is like a whole fridge self filled and this box is still, yeah, there's still a lot in there. I think I ordered too many. So if anyone still wants, I imagine you still have some surplus, Chloe. So if anyone in the, in the Donegal mm -hmm. dairy area needs some spice, <laughs> just let Chloe know. Speaking of spice, Adrian, aren't you going to attempt the challenge today on the podcast? I'm glad you asked. I went yesterday <laughs> to find my pickled jalapenos and I couldn't find any at the supermarket. Um, they only had the fresh ones. So yeah, I yeah. will have to jump on Amazon and try and find the pickled ones. I'm not what I was going to. You want me to try the fresh ones? I mean, if you couldn't do it, what chance do I have? I pickled them myself. I know, but I don't want to be here pickling like one jalapeno. I mean, come on, I, you know that I'm only going to be able to eat one. You want me to pickle one jalapeno, so I, I will do it. I will do it. <laughs> well, that, that that too. I mean, they are ridiculously spicy, but Chloe, I didn't forget. Um, I They had pickled onions, pickles, relish, dill. They have everything except jalapenos, probably, honestly, because Australians don't really like spicy food like really? overall yeah like curries here for example i mean butter chicken which has no spice mm. there aren't many people who would pick a vindaloo or something like that um maybe the only thing really is when people have uh, the wasabi with sushi mm. but that's, oh, um, you know, every kind of spice is different so wasabi kind of sneaks up on you blows your nose out and then it's gone a chili <laughs> spice like it starts off slow, but then it's long burn. Like you said, mm. you had a stomachache afterwards, which yes. I'm not looking forward to. But um, yeah, Aussies aren't known for loving spicy food. There's not like Vegemite and Tim Tams. There's no chili Vegemite or chili Tim. Actually, no, there is chili Tim Tams. And I bought a pack and they were amazing. But um, no, Natalie, I will do it. It's just, I need to find them. I, I feel like there's a gap in the market there. I I feel like you need to introduce something. What what yeah, was that spice yeah. and Vegemite? Did you say? That sounds like a Ooh. sounds like a gap in the market. You know. No, Miss Voluptuous was a gap in the market. Chili Vegemite is a bad idea. There's a difference. 
<laughs> you know, there's a reason why people don't I'm do running. certain things. People go, oh, there's a gap in the market. No one's done it. It's like, that's because it's a horrible well, idea. When I was talking yeah. about starting this voluptuous, people looked at me probably the same way people would look at you about chili Vegemite. So you just have but to you can add that. You're, you're passionate <laughs> about that. I passionately hate Vegemite. I'm not, I'm not the right <laughs> person to advocate for Vegemite. You don't need to. You don't need to unless you like eating salty diaper remains. No. Maybe. Oh, it can't be that bad. It's like Marmite, isn't it? It's Marmite. Is it Marmite? Same thing, right? I think it's like harder than Marmite. Yeah, I say Marmite is when the person had diarrhea and Vegemite is when the person was didn't have the diarrhea, to give you an idea. Lovely. Oh, mm. Yummy. I mean, did Someone, you see? You know what, we can put that in a jar and we're going to sell it. But Natalie, did you see the video when I, had, right when I had Emma over here? Um, even the smell of Vegemite made her like turn away and retch. And then when I had Alicia Van Schoonhoven, Alicia Van Schoonhoven, who is Miss Galaxy Australia, um, Emma's sister queen, she made Emma try Vegemite, and I've actually recorded it. I can't put it up because there is one moment, and Chloe had that moment when she was eating the chili. You know that moment when you're like, uh-oh, you know, that moment? Emma had one of those moments, and I know Emma wouldn't want me to post that. She would kill me. So that's how she reacted to Vegemite. <laughs> when I had that moment, I was like, oh, my goodness, should I post this? And then I was like, okay, I promised everyone I would post it. I'm just going to post it. And hopefully yeah. no one notices. <laughs> In fairness, you were attempting a world record, so exactly. And it, being it, being an eating one as well, you'd expect people to retch. Yeah, I. <laughs> I think there's only so much of that anything someone can eat before. <laughs> yeah, that, but, that wouldn't that that wouldn't be for my journey. That's not my journey. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's not your chili jam. <laughs> that is that is no, that's, that's not it. That's that's not the one. No, thank you. You don't want to do it with family. me, Natalie. You, you don't um, want to. We can go out and jump on a Zoom call and we can both try eating jalapenos at the same time for charity. No. Yeah. No, Why don't we make us. it like a big Zoom where anyone in the world can enter for charity? Like a big event, and everyone can raise I, money. I feel like in if, it's, um, if it's optional, then sure, I will opt out. Uh, but you guys have a great time. I'll support you. I'll be a uh, little cheerleader on the sideline. Like, yeah, great job, guys. I'll have uh, pom poms made out of jalapenos and everything. I'll really go to <laughs> Really, support. But yeah, no, that's not for me. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh. But how, you, how much did you manage to raise in the end? I still yet to donate. I do need to donate. I oh, thank you. I managed to raise 150 pounds, which is oh, amazing because I set 120 targets. So yeah, I'm really delighted that it's for a charity called Alone Ireland that helps tackle loneliness in the older community, and um, they have oh. volunteer programs and helplines. They're amazing. They really are. So I'm just. Just excited at how I've done. Oh, that's so amazing. Need to get the link for your just given page. Like Adrian, do the magic. Put the link in there. <laughs> <laughs> so 
soon as you've relinquished some uh, some duties tonight, you make yourself useful. <laughs> I'll just be I'll just be down here. Adrian, Don't mind the tech me. Guy. Making it making everything happen. What a good egg. Oh, such a good egg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna change the topic completely. Does anyone check out Miss Er? Oh, it's down there. It's Chloe's just Aww. given page. So if anyone's watching, go over there and watch. Go watch the challenge first because you can't miss it. It's brilliant. <laughs> and then go put some money in Chloe's page because she deserves it for that. 11 jalapenos. But as I was saying, did anyone check out Miss Earth? Yes. Nancy, yes. I know you did. I, I did, did, yes. I was there. Well, not in person. I was on the Zoom oh. call. <laughs> Oh, amazing. So you found out before everyone then? Was it all live or was it a... Oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, I was I was on the press conference um, two nights last week uh, and they both started at midnight. One started about half past midnight local time for me because the time zone was horrible. Um, I did feel sorry for the Aussie girl who had to be on, but I felt even more sorry for the New Zealand girl because it's even worse for her. So I think it started at midnight for us. It started at 2 a.m. for her. Um, so she didn't get off because it went for like two hours, two and a half hours. Mm. You know what the Filipino new pageantry um, news people are like. They're very passionate. Um, mm. So she wouldn't have gotten off to like 4.30 in the morning. Um, but I interviewed, who was it? Denmark, I think? No, Finland. Poland. Poland. Um, Finland, Poland on the first night. And then on the second night, I really wanted to ask a question of Lindsay, the US contestant who actually won. She's amazing. And obviously the Aussie girl as well, who I know, um, but I, I haven't told anyone this. I felt sorry for the Kiwi girl because the way they were doing it was everyone would have to get a, at least one question before they went back around because otherwise everyone, like everyone had questions for America and Australia. I was like, well, I can't leave the Kiwi girl out to dry. So I asked the Kiwi girl a question, oh. but then they never got it back around to me. So I never got to ask Lindsay or Brit, Brit the Aussie girl, a question. I was like, oh, God, so that went well. Um, but, um, we discussed Lindsay last week, the girl who won and mm. just phenomenal. I don't know what else to say about her. If you've seen some of her Instagram photos that she's put up, I might be able to bring up mm -hmm. some of them now, but she just looks, um, she looks fierce and she speaks mm. really well mm -hmm. and she is hyper intelligent going back into law school. Um, so she's, she's. And I like because Miss Earth has previously picked a lot of Filipino winners in the past. And, you know, the Filipinos, as we discussed last weekend, they're very nice. They're very polite. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think um, Lindsay breaks that mold. She's not, mm. not that she's rude, but she's very fierce. Mm. Um, I, I like that just because it's different. I'm just going to see if I can bring up a, um, I know they had, uh, but Natalie, you said you were, you were watching it as well. Uh, yeah, so I I didn't watch the whole thing. I'm curious to see how what pageantry looks like currently. So I've been, uh, yeah, I mean, look at her, she's wow. incredible. Um, the Pageant Planner Co are actually sponsoring Lindsay, a, a custom planner um, for her year. Um, so her, wow. her director, Laura, is incredible. And she, she got that set up with us, which was amazing. So we're actually creating and curating some content for her for a custom product um, that will be 
massive to her so that would be that's really incredible so it was a massive obviously a massive milestone for us as a company um but yeah now i was i was really keen to see you know what does what does pageantry look like in a in a post covid or, or you know with covid world and um mm. it was it was really interesting to see you know how they how they um announced the the results and the mm. I thought that was really interesting and, and a really cute way of doing it. So it stayed a surprise. That was quite nice. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a very interesting experience to watch. Very different, obviously, from from previous years. But um, yeah, no, I think they did a good job. Really good job. Really good job. I loved it. I felt like I had a big piece of pageantry back because yeah. it felt like a show again. You know, because yeah. when you're usually when I watch myself, oh, I haven't been there in person, so I don't see the the actual performance. But you do watch it on TV and the standard of the videos that the girls have submitted in their home mm. countries of their of the, all their catwalks and um you know the i know they did sportswear obviously gown um swimwear but they yeah. all picked amazing landmarks and it was just really beautiful you felt like you visited each one of those countries it was really submersionary I, I really enjoyed it actually i was quite skeptical when it comes to um, a virtual pageant, but I was actually actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the quality of videos. I think you've seen a few early on in early on in lockdown. You saw people doing videos, and it kind of was you know they would grab their phone and just do a selfie. Mm. Now, especially with Earth, because it's a major pageant, one of the biggest, um, they've got full blown video teams behind them. You know, with drones, mm. steady cams, proper editing, proper music, people who actually know what they're doing. So, you know, it's not just someone holding a phone and going, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I know a lot of work went into it. Like, it's not just one take. Mm. Um, it, people think the advantage of a pandemic pageant is that you can do it as many times as you want. Because mm. um, on stage, you do it once, you're done. So mm. you screw it up, you're done. But yeah. the disadvantage is you can do it as many times as you want, so you end up like some of these girls for, for one video, they would have spent weeks, mm. weeks and hours and it's got a whole team behind them. So yeah, the production values looked amazing to, to speak to your point, Danielle, um, but there is a whole team behind them. So people are taking it seriously, I would put mm. in inverted commas, which I think for a pageant like Miss Earth is absolutely what you have to do. Mm. I, th I think in, in any kind of, virtual pageant setting I think production value really needs to be in the forefront of the organizer's mind um, and obviously as someone who is trying to navigate the current situation it is something that I have looked quite extensively into and like how how can you make it work you know obviously we're much much smaller on a much smaller scale and it's kind of trying to find ways to really add in the production value and, and make it also fair because I, I understand that on a smaller scale and for a national pageant for like the UK it wouldn't be fair for me to say, you know, to my contestants, for example, can you all submit a walking video? Because there are contestants that will have the resources to be able to hire, you know, a video team and a studio and lighting and makeup artists and okay. things. Um, whereas, like you say, some girls, the only resources they have are their phone and it will be recorded on a phone. And so it's kind of finding a way that's going to, the beautiful thing about pageantry is a real equaliser. You know, everybody, it doesn't matter your background or your, um, your circumstances, having where you've grown up everybody on the stage on the day has an equal chance um and I, I really don't want that to kind of get away and i think that's really mm. important if we move into like a virtual world of pageantry is that those kind of considerations are taking it taken in um mm. otherwise you do have people that could have kind of almost an advantage in that they can 
put on a production instead of having a recording of them, you know, walking in their living room. And obviously, you know, not everyone has the resources to be able to go all out, but I think it definitely needs to be a consideration um, mm. in the judges' minds at, at the very least um, when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, reviewing virtual footage. I think, um, Natalie, the only way I can think of, and that's a really good point, um, pageant pageants being equalizers. I mean, there's also issues, for example, there's always been issues with fundraising. Um, I know with Miss World, for example, if a girl is working a nine to five corporate job and has a connections, one girl will literally raise tens of thousands of dollars. Like mm. I think the winner last year ra- ra- raised 30 something thousand dollars. And then you have girls on the out, maybe students who don't have the finances themselves struggling with student debt and they feel bad because they only raised, let's say $80. Um, So it's definitely not equal in that sense. But one thing that I've done with interviews and people want to be interviewed by me, I get them to submit a video and I tell them point blank, it has to be just like your phone or something. And it has to be one take straight to camera. You can't edit it to make yourself look better because I want to see what the person really is like because in a live, you can't help them out. Like you can't edit it out. So maybe just one suggestion is you you make it make a mandate that that has to be like just straight um no mm. editing no nothing but then for the videos that maybe you show you display not for judging purposes but to represent your system those ones should have the amazing mm. production values um but they can't be judged on that because as you said some girls will have access to a team of 10 and some other girls yeah. will only have you know no tech skills and only have phone and that that shouldn't that shouldn't be unless your pageant is mm. about tech that shouldn't yeah. be a deciding factor. So that's just one suggestion I would have off the top of my head. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I feel like my director's cool. actually... Oh, sorry. I sorry, feel ahead. like my director's okay, actually ahead. really... <laughs> sorry, I feel like my director's actually really nailed that one. Um, what she did is she sent us an example video of her doing a walk. Oh. She just did hers outside. Yep, so you could literally do it anywhere. She sent us out a ring light so we could just set the phone oh, wow. up and mm. yeah so she just sent an example of her walking around what way we should walk and how we should film our videos and it's literally just with her phone in the one spot not with anyone following her with a camera not with any professional editing she sent us an example of what we should do and anyone from anywhere could do that they could do it outside they could do it in their homes i i did mine in my hallway and I just took her advice, did it the way she did it. No disadvantages to anyone. She sent us all like care packages with our ring lights and a little COVID mask and a little oh, robe. Like it was the cute. sweetest thing really ever. Cute. And she even provided us with our swimwear. So oh, wow. yeah, I feel like I feel like my director has really, really thought about everything in regards to doing a pageant from home. That's amazing. Anyway, we've got a question here. So from Sandal, she's asked, do you feel that, I don't know if you can read it, Daniel, so I'll read it out. Do you feel that there, yeah. Do you feel like there should be rules and regulations set up to avoid having unfair advantage? Yeah, I think think that's kind of what we're saying here, isn't it? Yeah, kind of what Um, we just discussed. Yeah. I think I like the idea of you know these are the set rules this is what you must submit no fancy stuff no going off course this is the criteria mm-hmm. just follow that I think um is it it's Brittany that's your director isn't it 
I feel yeah. like she's, she's kind of hit the nail on the head and the fact that you girls are all bonding and you seem to be having a really great time. You still have that essence of what a pageant is. I can hear myself back. It's okay. It's, it's coming and going, Daniel, the echo. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's kind of what you want as well out of a pageant. You still want that essence of making friends and having fun and... I still feel like you, um, Brittany's managed to capture that with you guys. Um, and yeah. I think, um, I think she's a really, I'm... really good director. Like uh, I uh -huh. said before, like she's really on top of it. So w before I organized the games nights for Miss Universe Island, I jumped on a call with her and you could just immediately tell the professionalism is it. I mean, she's American and, you know, Americans take pageantry that a little bit more seriously mm -hmm. than certainly let's say Australia, I don't know about the UK. I mean, I'm not going to say someone like Natalie Holly doesn't take it seriously, but in America, it's a big industry. Um, and I felt like I was speaking to genuinely like a CEO of a company. Um, so she's really on top of it. She's also taken over one of the other franchises. I can't remember which one actually Chloe might be able to Miss say. Indiana, to the yeah, USA. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, which goes into universe. So I think it's because she's so on top of it and she knows what it's like that she's able to make sure that her girls have a really, really great time. And uh, she's done, I think she's done really, really well. Mm. I feel like a lot of the directors, they worry about that. They're losing the essence of the pageant. I think yeah. Natalie, you yeah. feel like yeah, I know this, like this is something that obviously you and I have had discussions about uh, before um, was that you know it's really trying to keep the it sounds you know I hate to use the word sisterhood too much because it starts you know people think it's a little bit uh, of a cliche but it really isn't and you know the, what we've really tried to do is is keep that alive and it's really difficult to help people connect at a time when everyone is feeling very disconnected even myself um, because you know the noise of the world is really loud and people are going into themselves and kind of tr just trying to muddle through and so we've found like fun ways like uh, last week we did something it was, just, it was so ridiculous it was a virtual dish cook-off there was no cooking involved at all we literally said you know um imagine imagine this congratulations you have you've won your your country title you are headed to internationals you have run of the kitchen you have to make a dish that represents your country for a national dish potluck what are you creating and it was like oh, they had to that. really sell us this dish and um and find a photo online that looked kind of like what they were going to create and um it, it was it was just a lot of fun and the girls really did they do really get involved and i've got incredible contestants i mean every single contestant that's come through miss voluptuous's doors from day one has been phenomenal in her own way um and this year is no exception we've got some really really cracking a really cracking lot and um they they have been really keen to get involved with each other and so that's just just little things like that is what we're kind of trying to do not just to, to help the bond, but keep the excitement going because, you know, it's a time when things are uncertain. People don't know what's going to happen in next week, let alone next year. So, you know, just trying to keep that enthusiasm up and you know how difficult it is kind of not knowing what's going to happen. So we've really kind of just tried to be have some really silly fun with it. And it sounds like, Chloe, your, uh, your director is, is absolutely nailing the, the, the virtual pageant thing and, yeah, I could definitely take some pointers from her. 
she's definitely doing amazing, but it sounds like you're doing amazing also. I would love to join in that challenge. It sounds like great fun. Thank you. Uh, you should come and guest with us. That would be good fun. Be a good, it'd be a good laugh. Oh, you can make, curry, can make a curry with all those jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually issued, I, I issued a certificate to the winner that says virtual cook-off and literally in brackets, no no cooking was required as part of this challenge. Um, there was actually one of our Welsh girls who won and she described um, a Welsh amber tart, I think it was. She talked about an, a little bit of a gin influence. Um, I was absolutely sold. It sounded incredible. So... <laughs> Gin, yeah, there gin. Was some, yeah, yeah, gin. There was a, it was a like a gin infused ice cream. Oh, oh, I was, I was sold. How was much asking. gin was infused? And I, well, it was, it was it a, a real dish. So. <laughs> well, I'm not judging. I've, I've made a sorbet out of champagne. So literally, you just, that it's a bottle phenomenal. of champagne. And like a cup of sugar, it's not healthy. And I put it in the ice cream machine and it just becomes sorbet. And because it's sorbet, you're kind of like, oh, this is really, really nice. I forgot that it was alcoholic. Um, and actually my nephew had some and he's five years old. Oh. And then he started behaving a little bit funny. And we're like, what's wrong? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I shouldn't be a parent. But I had yeah. great fun. I had great fun. I don't remember much about it, but I had great fun. So. He did. He yeah, knocked I, them straight out. I should give it to, to, to him more often. I don't, I don't know that you're legally allowed to say that, so we'll really quickly gloss over that. Yikes. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, Adrian. Oh, dear. No. <laughs> I was going to say, you shouldn't let me anywhere near kids, although kids love me. It's always the way it goes. You also should not let me near any of your pets because the things <laughs> I do with my pets and the things that I do to little children are the same. I, I just have too much fun. Did you, did you see my... Um, this? Yeah, really fast, really quickly backpedal, really quickly. I am. Um, if you, if you don't, and hang on, did you did you guys see the video I did with my cat? So people actually know what I'm talking yeah. about. So no, Natalie, no, I'm not sure. This poor. Oh, hang on. I I just need to. So let me hijack this for a bit. So first off, um. <laughs> Did you guys see the video I did with Imogen? Yeah. The one of us swinging a hair That was hilarious. That was hilarious. That was brilliant. Um, was that yeah, actually Imogen the in one... that video? That wasn't it. Was that Imogen? Oh, yeah. Video? Yeah, that was um, actually her. You, you guys keep going. I'm gonna... Oh, no, here it is. All right, so hang on. So, Natalie, look at this. And this is what I mean for people who... who because sometimes I just need to do something because I think it's hilarious and everyone should see it. I don't know if anyone else will agree, but here. This we'll Bob. This Bob. This is Bob. Or as Chloe would know him, the not smelly one.
So what happened really, after that? You can see the hate growing in that cat like really that. fast. That went from zero That's to why it's hilarious. And he was wondering how to get out of it. So he leaned back and bit me. And so I fell backwards. That wasn't, I wasn't exaggerating. I fell backwards, but as I fell backwards, I ended up kicking him because he was running away and my feet went that way. So I kicked him up in the air afterwards. You know, I've got to be honest, I'll probably bite you too, so. I'll try. I'll you down and make you do this and go for it. Your teeth probably aren't as sharp as his. Um, but this is what I mean. You shouldn't let me near your pets. Or, or your children, because I end up doing things like that. My pet is my child. Paris is just yeah. the most spoiled dog on the planet. My, my dog actually thinks he is a child. Oh, I'm missing my cat. Literally sits oh. at my dining table looking at me like, where is my dinner? Everyone else is eating, where is my food? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's really judgy. Yeah. Check out my dog oh. on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Well, Paris has an Instagram. My, I don't. I don't have a cat. I don't have an Instagram for my cat because I can't be bothered. But yeah, I, I, I talk to my cat all the time. I make him talk back to me as well. He doesn't say no. very much. He's not very intelligent. What? Aww. The only way you can make a cat talk is by being mean to it. Oh no 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 no! I, I pretend he's talking to me. Oh. So I do both sides of the conversation. So oh I sound God, like I a complete raven well. lunatic. Yeah, who doesn't do it? I was having this discussion with Emma Jenkins, Miss Universe GB, and she was demonstrating how she talked to her dog. And I'm like, because she thought people would think she was insane. But I was like, if you don't talk to your pet, there's something wrong. Like, you're doing it wrong. Mm. Like, everyone who has a pet should be talking to their pet. <laughs> Our whole family and doing both sides of the conversation. Yeah, it's got done. Everybody yeah. does Rodo's voice. Everybody does in the whole house. <laughs> oh, you have, a, you have a signature voice. Oh, oh yeah, he's got whole voice. Oh yeah, yeah. And everyone What's knows yours? the voice. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows the voice. We all know the Do voice. The voice. Do the I'm, voice. I, oh, Sam, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I can't. No, no. Yeah, it can't no. be as bad as mine. I will never do mine. What's yours? The yeah, no, have you ever seen the video that's like the, the Alsatian and they're doing like the ultimate dog tease? And the guy's like, earlier on, I went to the fridge and the dog's like, you? Yeah, I've it's, seen it's that. Yeah, Rodo has that voice. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he just sounds a little bit dense, bless him. Oh. <laughs> it can't be as bad as mine, believe me. I, I, I make mine sound like some sort of very very slow child who's probably repeated kindergarten about five times so See, yeah no, that's right yeah that's that's Rono. that is about Rono. um actually i was, I was yeah. having yeah. The, the two-sided conversation with the dog in the kitchen and my other half walks in and like, i'm sorry you're talking to me and i was like yeah yeah did you want a tea like, who are you talking to i forgot it was in the house and you're like, yeah. <laughs> my 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 cat i i make him call me daddy that's so it's so <laughs> messed up yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. i walk i walk in in the morning and i i say for him like hi daddy like i was like oh, i just can't <laughs> the things i make him say they're not, they're not yeah yeah they're not um they're not right but he's like hi daddy how are you I'm like no <laughs> 
See, I don't actually give my cat. Huh? I don't give my cat like a voice. Yeah, I talk to him, but I don't give him a voice. No, I have a voice when I'm talking to Lauren, but it's my voice, not hers. I put on a different voice. Yeah, Rayla's got a voice. Should we just leave now, Adrian? We just go. No, no, I'm extending my cord so that I can actually reach him because he's up right over here. So, oh, no, no, keep going. Can I do the voice as well? Yeah, he's got to do the voice. Yeah, do the voice. Talk amongst yourselves. No, I don't, I can't say I've ever given Thomas a voice. I have a voice when I talk to him, I have a voice when I talk to Paris, I guess. Yeah, your, like dog, your, your dog or cat has to have yeah, voice to very, respond back. very high Not like you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just woken him up, the poor thing. Oh. 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 <laughs> Don't on. bite me, please. Oh. Not on oh, my face. <laughs> One time he latched onto my chin and drew blood. It's like, see, hi, Daddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Bob. Nice to meet you. I was sleeping and my daddy woke me up. Now I'm going to bite him in the face. Okay, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah, Bob's done. He's not impressed. He's not impressed at all. And that's the end of the pageant project. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I, I mean, not, I could, I could probably very easily convince Rolo to do a cameo just now if you would like to meet him. A cameo? Yeah. yeah. Get, I would love Everyone that. Rolo. Come on, then. <laughs> Come here. Oh. I can hear come bring your pet to work day. Oh, oh. oh. hello. hello. Oh. Look at those eyes. Oh, he's so so Rolo, and that's what the, as you can see, you know, he, he just looks a bit dopey and stuff. So that's why he has a bit of a dopey voice. Um, yeah, he, um, he's got all. I, I also give him like a really bad attitude. <laughs> so. I don't know why I do it to myself. I've got two children with really bad attitudes as well. So uh, I was going to say, you've actually got children. You can do this. You can actually have yeah. like children. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, don't no. need to pretend that the dog's one. Yeah, no, he he thinks he is. So if he's already sick of me, look at that. Um, if I was <laughs> he would be sat on 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 one of the dining room chairs. Um, he sits like a human. Sits on the dining chairs. Not while we're eating dinner, I draw the line, but um, yeah, no. It's good to know you draw the line somewhere. Yeah, draw the line somewhere. Like, they don't care where I draw it as long as it's not in their way, you know? Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Amy, do the voices. Oh, oh hi, Mummy. Sign the papers. Sign the papers, Mummy. My other half does the voice much better than me, but he's very, very shy. And he's the other side of the screen, and he's just looking at me like, mm, 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 no. No, not, not me. <laughs> I don't blame him. I'm pretty sure that we've scared him off. Rollo needs a check out. for two and a half years now, so um, he's still here. So, <laughs> I think it's punishment or something, I don't know. Um, I think it, I, I actually genuinely think he's only really here for the dog. So <laughs> <laughs> just was like rolling his eyes at me, like stop, stop it. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, so. This is this is my other child. As you, yeah, Aww. you know, actually is sick of me already. So um, hi, mate. You you are all good to go if you wish. Oh, <laughs> it was like oh, some love. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting pet envy. Oh. You have a pet. You have a cat. 
I know, but he's not here with me in Cardiff. And I miss him. <laughs> I, I cried opening up a can of tuna the other day because I missed him so much and I always give him the can of tuna afterwards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I feel so guilty. I was like, I have to put this in the bin. Usually I give it to Thomas to enjoy. Thomas! Is this what the 5am club does to you? It makes you very emotional about random things. 5am opening a can of tuna. I miss my child. I don't Only when you hit about two, two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and, and then you know it's it's kind of yeah. downhill from there. Like it's counting down the hours till bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> you hit that three o'clock wall, and you're like, okay. yeah. oh, it's a whole wall. Yeah. I'm trying for six. <laughs> I, I'm trying for six a.m. Five a.m. for me is a little bit too early at the moment, anyway. But um, six a.m. That's that's my goal. I find that I'm either five or laying. I'm like one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably like programmed yourself already to be up at five. And like, if you miss five, it's like, well, I've missed it. So what's the point? Yeah. That's probably yeah. what's happening. So you yeah, just go I'm, back to sleep. It does sound like I, I'm, I'm finding it like really difficult to get to sleep, like at any sort of decent time. Mm. So when I wake up, I'm exhausted and I want to go back to bed. But you know, when sometimes you wake up and you try to go back to bed, it doesn't work and you just end up lying <laughs> there. Especially because the other day here was 40 degrees, like Celsius, so like 100 Fahrenheit. And you're just lying in bed and you're sweating. It's not going anywhere. You're just lying in a pool of your own sweat. So, that yeah, that so combined with the Miss Earth press interviews just made last week, no sleep. Yeah, I'll, tra I'll trade you to the Ireland weather any day. No. Yeah, it must be no, no, it's no. easier waking up in the summer, I find. Yeah, Absolutely. I love it. Because at least yeah. the sun wakes you up here in the UK at the moment. We really get like two hours of sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> it's sunny. Lucky. Sunny at five a.m. Like sunrise is at five, and sun it's light until eight p.m. And today's going to be like thirty degrees. So. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Chloe. I'm staying here. You can't that come until you've had a vaccine. <laughs> Are they actually going to put that into place? I think they were talking about Qantas was going to... Oh, yeah, um, Qantas, the CEO, said um, basically if you want to travel with us, you have to have a vaccination, which, mm. look, I know there's anti-vaxxers out there and being forced to do something is maybe some people don't like the idea of it, but the thing is it's not really about just you, it's about other people. Mm. So especially like with daycare, and they've had this um, argument with... Um, I think it's measles or something like that, and some people don't want to get mm. vaccinated. Then the child gets sick and ends up, you know, that's a really properly horrible disease. There's a reason why they came up with vaccines for it. So it's not just yeah. about you, it's about everyone else. So, yes, if you don't yeah. want to have the vaccine, fine, but then it's impacting other people. So I think it's a bit mm. of a selfish attitude, if I'm being honest, and mm -hmm. the conspiracy See, theory that it's microchips, it's like, it's just, <laughs> hey, bye. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> I'm like... I'm like a borderline anti-vaxxer because I'm a bit like a bit of a hippie. <laughs> me too. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm a bit no, of a hippie. no, me too. Because of my raw food is like what I've done. Mm. I am like I would have previously said I'd, I'd rather not have a vaccine. Like I don't want to have medication mm. if I don't need to. Yeah. Like if you're sick, just go to sleep. Don't have 5,000 Panadols. But this one is different because it's just been so virulent. It's all mm. over the world and basically shut the world down. I'm I'm happy to take it again, not just for myself, but 
you know, for my parents, the elderly mm. people, like Chloe has been talking about, because they're very susceptible. You mm. know, it's easy for us to go around going, well, we catch it's no big deal. But for them, it's a death sentence. So mm. even yeah. just for that factor, I would swallow my pride and go, yeah, I'll have it. And I want to travel. So and mm. we have four here in Australia, four vaccines coming through. I'd be like, yeah, give me all of them. I'll have all of them. So one of them's got to work. I might mm. have two heads. But one of them's going to work. <laughs> I, I'd do the same as well. I just can't wait to get on a flight again and for everything to get yeah. back to normal. And it's just being yeah. a team player, really. It's quite a hot topic yeah. of conversation currently, isn't mm. it? Like, would you or wouldn't you? And I, I've already said I absolutely would. Mm -hmm. um, just mm. because, you know, I, I don't want to be restricted forever. And um, mm. yeah. I, do, I do think airlines are going to make it, they're going to make it mandatory, I think. I think that's going to be kind of a, a logical step in, in controlling the they're spread between borders so exactly yeah, yeah. and that the, 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 um, the, <laughs> the airlines also said that even if they don't make it mandatory that the country you're going to mm. probably would have made it mandatory anyway like, i can guarantee yeah. you coming into australia and new zealand where they especially in new zealand we're basically at zero they're not going to let you in without a vaccination and put their entire country at risk so there are people saying oh it's about personal freedom fine you have mm. the freedom not to take the vaccine. They have the freedom to not allow you into their country. Mm. Yeah. To me, that that quid pro quo. That's fair. So, yeah, it's uh, it is a hot topic, but you can see which way I'm going with it. As much as I'm a kind of hippie, like I have kombucha, I do all that stuff. I know all weird raw food oh. things. But I will have the I will have the vaccine. I make my own kombucha. I've made it at home. I told Evelyn, I'm one of the other Miss Universe Island contestants, mm. how to make it. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. It will save me money because apparently she drinks it all day long. So hippie See, roots, but I will have the vaccine if and when it I, becomes available. I don't have, like, the flu jab. Like, I have had it offered to me before. And, it, like, the people that did have the flu jab weren't great afterwards. I've and heard I, this as well. And I did. I was so thankful that I didn't have it. Um, and I feel like it should be treated as if it is like the flu jab as well, where all the elderly should have it. Absolutely, just like it's it's free for the the flu jab is free here in the UK for the elderly. Um, mm. Which yeah, I 100% agree with that. But um, like I said, I was happy with my choice not to have a flu jab when I, the opportunity was there for me to. So I'm I'm on the fence. I'm on the I still need to like do my research on it fully, but at the moment I would rather not have something injected. Yeah, I had it, into my body. I had it years in a row, a few years back. It was offered to me and I had it. And I, I can't I can't say as I've I felt kind of obviously you don't feel great afterwards. And I know that mm. some people say it does affect more than others. So yeah, mm. I think with the flu jab definitely it's kind of a mm. if you've really at risk maybe get one but it, you don't feel great afterwards and in fact what one of the the ladies in my group she and her daughter had the, the, had it yesterday and as a result were off uh, off work and, and preschool today because they weren't feeling great so oh wow okay. i'm there yeah um but yeah like i was gonna say as well you know there are some places that we can't travel to unless we've had um, a whole list of, of mm. vaccinations mm. yeah currently I just don't think this is going to be any different, to be honest. I think yeah, it's going to be one of list. Yeah. Exactly. Is it so going you, to be a one-time vaccination or is it um, a yearly one like the flu? 
like a booster yet? I think it depends. It depends on the vaccine. So also these vaccines are new in terms of they're not using actual, as far as I know, this mRNA. Basically, they haven't taken an actual sample from the virus to create the vaccine. They're using something that's synthetically created, um, which is one of the reasons why it seems to be so effective. Um, but I, I played the video for you guys yesterday, and they haven't skipped mm. any of the testing. It's just because there's so much money in it. They haven't had to worry mm. about funding, so yeah. they've been able to fast track it without mm -hmm. skipping it. But some of them have, you need two. So initially, you need two shots. So you have one I think, and then you wait two weeks and then you have another before the vaccination is complete. Um, some of them might just need one. And um, also some of them like need to be stored in special container units because they need to be kept at like minus 100 degrees or something. So they need special like liquid nitrogen to be carried around in. Um, so there's a lot of, oh, I don't know, but there's a few different vaccines and each one is a little bit different, but we'll see. Look, I, I'd be happy to take it just because I'm frankly a bit sick of being stuck in Australia because I have so many things I want to do overseas. If that's mm -hmm. the price I have to pay to do it, so be it. And I never want to make anyone sick. Um, and I've also never had an adverse reaction to a vaccination. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not scared of needles. So for me, it's and both my parents are doctors. So, OK, yeah, for me, it's it's no, it's fine. But Chloe, what? Go on, Chloe. Not the needles. Can I be stuck in Australia? <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna do. Yeah, sure, sure. Just, yeah, just, that's... just. He's like, I don't want to be stuck in Australia, stuck. and I'm like, it's summer. <laughs> By the time I'm able to travel, it won't be summer <laughs> anymore, though. That's the thing. Like, at earliest, we're talking about like kind of March next year. So. Let's say I get to travel somewhere by then, it'll be going into winter. And as you know, my my birthday's in July. I hate it because it's always bloody winter. And I want a mm. summer birthday for once in my life. So I need to be able to travel at some point. Australia's house, yes. it's spidery. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Natalie, come on. If Emma can deal with it, you can deal with it. Spider, oh spider coffee. Spiders. Emma, Emma, has, Emma is much braver than anyone I ever know. She got on a plane on her own and, and went like literally the other side of the world. So the spiders were probably nothing to her after that. She's phenomenal. Um, me, on the other hand, yeah. No, no. I, no, I, I, no, hey, no. I cry when a plane takes off. I cry when it lands. It scares me. Planes scare me, even though I love to travel. I'm scared of flying. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like spiders. The, the, actually, do you know what's worse? Snakes and crocodiles. No, thank you. I'll pass. Hard pass. Oh, Natalie, oh, for God's sake. Look, <laughs> with, with regards to the plane, I will treat you the same way I treated Emma. I'll go up in the plane with you and then I'll kick you out. That'll get you over the, the, the problem of the fight. And then she saw only one spider, like in the wild. She only, no, no snakes. No one spider as big as 400 British spiders. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a nice thing. No, thank you. And and she freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But she's not freaking out. Than you. Than you. No. Yeah, she definitely is. I would get bitten by twelve spiders if it meant I got summer. I don't care about spiders. Going to say as long as they're not poisonous ones, because yeah. then you won't be seeing summer. I always get yeah. bitten though. Every time I'm on vacation, my legs just always get bitten. Yeah. The sweet blood. Oh, okay. Yeah, the reason that people get bit from the UK when they come over here, like I've lived here how long and I've not got bitten once. It's because they go and do stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> they go into the bush 
wearing <laughs> <Right>. shorts <laughs> because yeah. oh my god they're sun i want to get a tan on my legs and i'm like you're going to go into that thick bush with a tall grass wearing shorts with your pale ass legs and then they get <laughs> because they go around into that grass and they start picking up rocks and they're posing on rocks going i'm in australia getting a tan and then yeah they get bit don't pick up rocks mm -hmm. so don't wear you know <laughs> flip-flops when you're going into the undergrowth it's just like it's common sense don't walk don't wade into the water where it says crocodiles are here that's probably <laughs> your sign and then swim between the damn flags and you won't get pulled out to see or eaten by a shark there's a shark in the water. Sharks. There, is, there are sharks in the water. And, uh, okay, thank you. I'm good. Thanks, Adrian. You keep your spidery coffee and I'll stay right here in Blighty. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Look, Natalie, <laughs> I am the worst person to tell your fears to. Believe me. You don't want to tell me what you're afraid of. There, I interviewed a South African girl. She told me she was phobic of spiders. I made her look at an image of a spider during our interview and she screamed. She couldn't look at the, thankfully she forgave me and she's actually been on the podcast, but yeah, don't tell me because so, now so I'm thinking next, next time I come over, person, next, <laughs> next time I come over, I'm going to bring like a little, like little rubber spiders. And no, just I'm not them. spiders. Like the usual UK You won't spiders. know they're rubber spiders. I, listen, I lived on my own for a really long time. I had to man up really quickly. <laughs> you know, my, my, my dog fine. was never going to save me from the spiders. So I had to learn to, you know, me and Dyson, we we became firm firm friends in the fight, fight against spiders. Dyson, yeah, the Hoover, the vacuum. Literally just... <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were talking about your dog. Like you named your dog after a Dyson vacuum cleaner. That's not very it That would make good sense. That would be a good name for him. But yeah, um, just, just suck him up the vacuum. I, I, I don't feel like in America, in, in Australia you could do that. that that's going to clog your vacuum if you try and suck up one of those spiders. No, thank you. Well, also with a Dyson, it wouldn't be chopped up by a fan, so it would just be in your dirt thing. So when you go to empty it, Crawl the spider's going to be pissed with you. And then it does have a right to bite you because you hoovered it into a Dyson and made it live there. So shouldn't no, do no, that. No, no, because it goes around in the cyclone, so it's, it's going to get like either, you know, dead or really dizzy. So that'll be fine. I can run fast. And <laughs> really, really angry. So when you open it, it's coming for you. Wonderful. I'll sleep so well tonight. She's going to check out. Can't wait to go to bed. Spiders and they're ready to get yeah. you. Oh, no. They're, 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 I mean, they're, 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 there's, it's like a graveyard in there. They're all dead. It's fine. I do check. <laughs> Christ. No, um, I'm, I'm actually not that scared of spiders. I'm not scared of normal spiders, but big giant ones that are like, you know, come after you, will run after you, look like they're, you know, about to hop in an armoured car. I'm not down for that, I've got to be honest. <laughs> okay, um, look, to be fair, that did happen to me once. So when I was living on the Gold Coast, um, there was this spider just randomly in the middle of a room and I just moved in so it was completely empty. And there was just a massive spider in the middle of the room looking at me and it ran at me. Like, yeah. if I had run away it would have been able to almost keep up with me so i was like that's not good and also it looked it, i don't know what sort of spider was it was all angular and looked like it had armor plating on it so i was like i i'm not okay with this so i got yeah. the uh, the can of you know what's it and i take aim in it 
and I sprayed it to the point where it was covered in foam and it still kept coming at me. I didn't know what to do because it cornered me. I couldn't go back down the stairs because it got between myself and the stairs. And <laughs> I just had sprayed it and I could see this thing of foam moving around. And I was like, oh my God, did what it, have I Did done? it also steal I mean, your lunch money and have loads of tattoos? Because this sounds like a nightmare I may have had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he probably escaped from spider jail. Um, <laughs> but that, that was probably terrifying. Also because I think I wasn't wearing any clothes at the time because I'd just come out of the shower. <sighs> Maybe, hey, maybe it just wanted to be really, really friendly. Or maybe it was the Benjamin or cats. Who knows? Animals, they communicate with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's not my type. I don't love instead of high love. We could make a whole thing out of this. I'm feeling a collaboration. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how I feel about being bitten on a first date. It's not, you know. Not not high on my list. Um, also a bit too hairy for my liking. But yeah, I mean to each their own. But yeah, there are some properly scary ones, but that's only happened to me once, Natalie, and I survived. Spiders. The spiders has only it's only happened once. Oh my god. As for snakes, we found one down in our garden for the first time yeah, like two weeks ago. Oh god. But it was a green tree snake. Really, really, that doesn't do anything. They're really pretty to look at, actually. Different colours. Oh, actually, absolutely. Emma would probably like that because Emma likes lizards, weirdly enough. I like um, lizards. And snakes. Yeah, she's all good with them. Yeah, lizards are fine. Like the snakes, however, are not fun. Oh, no, no. No. The snakes no. with a lizard without legs. No. 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 The no. difference. They're, they're a bit more sinister. An ex of mine used to have yeah. a snake and it used to escape because he used to keep it in a fish tank. And what it used to do is it used to sliver up next to you and basically lay next to you and be like, oh, that's really cute. He's coming laying Size, for a it's hug. Sizing you up. Yeah, nice. But sizing you up when it can eat you. Yeah, yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. like snakes, the animals, no. all the people. That's hard past me. No, thank you. Why would anyone <laughs> want a pet snake if it does that? No, some of them I mean, are quite I, cute. No. Yeah, but it wants to eat you. Snake. That, that, no, no, up, like, why would you want it? That would just no. But people keep tarantulas as pets. I'm, 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 I'm. No, yeah, no, I don't. That's not for me. That no, no. I don't no that. Like the big snails. I've got a phobia of snails, and people that keep the big, huge. The African land snails. Uh, they are yeah. Oh, no, no. Why would you want <laughs> to keep that? How big are they? They're, they're massive. They're like they're, they're huge. Oh, they're enormous. Massive. Mm. What 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 can you do with a snail? <laughs> I don't feel like they're very exciting pets, are they? Let's see if we can find a picture of one. So um, I mean, I mean here. they don't run around, I'm assuming, and then like they don't not very exciting so to look at. Oh, you're not going to take it out and like hold it and cuddle it, are you? So, no, no, that, that's a weird bit. What is it called? Someone, African land snail. I saw someone yeah. walking their pet ferret in the park the other day. Can we? Oh, ferret, there we go. Oh, oh, what am I doing? Oh, oh, I'm all right with that. Oh. No, yeah, no. I would have that before I would have a snake any day. It makes my heart go. They literally make my... It's an irrational phobia. 
Gross. It's got like it's, not okay with it. It's got, what is going on with its face? Like, I've, no, no, it's thank a you. That's snail. Which? What do you mean? What's going no, on no, with no, its no, face? No, 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 no. Snail. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh, I've got a. I've got a photo here, Natalie, you might like to like. You might like to look at giant African land snails mating. Oh. We don't need to do that. <laughs> Are we past the watershed? We definitely I... do not need yeah. to see two shells going for it. Look at it. What? What is mm. that? It's got mouth open. Is that a mouth? Aww. It looks like it's going. Oh, ah, ah. It's so cute. Someone told it a funny joke. It's laughing. Mm -hmm. I think it's adorable. I would have one. No. Oh, Kenya was wetting herself. It's not done her any good. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. Not okay with snails. Um, there are giant snails in the in the water that um, Chinese people actually do eat. Um, I, I couldn't do that. That's one of the foods I just have not been able to, like giant no. snails. I mean, it's bad enough when it's small and I've had a scargo, but you have it swimming in so much garlic butter, basically people go, it tastes amazing. Yeah, because it's smothered yeah. in garlic butter. I, I don't know if I could, they don't look pretty when you bring them out and you, no, you put I'm... your fork in, you have these special ones and you, you kind no. of scoop them out. And then no, when, no, they, when you bring them out, they go boing, because they're kind of tough. And then it's like, oh. No, I'm all for trying different foods around the world, but no, I can't get on board. Yeah, with the, the scargo, I don't recommend. I've tried it; it's okay, but it's because of the butter. But if you think about what you're eating, it's like, nah. no, yeah, no, try it. no. Would you try it? No. Yeah, I no. try anything. I, I can't get on board. Sorry. <laughs> you got no hands there. Um, um, no, yeah, I would, I would, t I would hundred percent sponsor a lot of charity money if you decided to eat snails. Yeah, there you're you up, go, Chloe. You're there up, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, if, if I can find, find out where to source them. Yeah, I find out the world. So they come in. Every so often, they come in the It's so oh. weird. They sell like mm. frozen, like trays of them frozen. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah, they. Um, you can actually eat the ones out of your garden, but you need to put them through a cleansing process first to make sure they have no toxins. Mm -mm, so um, mm -mm. I saw I saw Gordon Ramsay doing this, and basically no. you feed them on a on a oh, diet of like carrots and no. stuff, and then for like a week before you eat them, you have to feed them nothing and you just keep them watered, and then you eat them like you would any other. I mean, snails are snails are snail. Um, otherwise you buy them frozen. Or you often buy them in Australia, Chloe. You buy them in cans. And then you mm -hmm. buy the shell separately because the shell's actually really pretty. They have to buy these special, like, it's not just a garden snail when they serve you at a French restaurant. So they actually have to put them back in the shells so oh that God. when they present it to you, it looks like it's in the shell, but that snail does not belong to that shell. Um, That's crazy. And That's then they have a special crazy. serving dish that has, like, 12 dimples in it, and each snail goes in a dimple, and then they give you this special utensil that you put into the shell and you bring the snail out and it's covered in garlic butter and you, you chow down. And it tastes amazing because garlic butter garlic tastes butter. amazing. You don't yeah, really taste it's the fine. snail. It sounds really yeah. good. Is it's it kind fun. of like I the recommend texture to do it once. Of, Is it kind of like the texture of squid? Because I quite tough. like that. It's less oh. tough. It's it's just kind of a gen general like similar to squid. Squid actually a little bit springy, um, yeah. and it doesn't have any taste. You don't eat it and go, "Oh my god, what's that?" 
it's just you know when they say everything tastes like chicken it doesn't actually have much taste and it's mm-hmm. smothered in garlic butter i mean you could eat a shoe it'd be like oh my god that's an amazing shoe <laughs> no it's the butter um, mm. danielle sorry danielle is about to run no, away yeah I'll stop talking like, now yeah yeah no yeah Daniel, yeah. how's, how's, how's the hosting going? How, how are you liking trying to control the madhouse? She looks traumatized. Just, uh, yeah, what's I, going I, on am, I am traumatized. I'm thinking about having to wrap it up pretty soon because I don't know how much <laughs> now talk I can take. Oh, well, we've gone on for an hour and a quarter, so by all means, by all means. Oh, okay. I'm okay. actually hungry now. Is that oh, weird? Oh, no, no, don't. Yay, oh, I've got a few down there. <laughs> What have you got? I just have to clean them. Snails. Snails. Oh, no. no. In the garden. No. Okay, wrapping up now. Wrapping up. Thanks for having Smooth. me. <laughs> okay. This has been super fun. <laughs> it's been pretty mad. I'm just going to go and cry into my pillow now, but thanks so much for having me, you guys. I was going to say, I was going to say now, what have Check you got planned for the next? Have you got, I was going to say, what have you got planned for the next month for crying into it's going to be yeah, one crying of into uh, crying into my pillow night after night, wondering why Adrian hates me so much that he wants to horrify me with all of my deepest, darkest fears. Thanks, Adrian. <laughs> You're a real pal. Anything for a laugh. I've got to take my into self somehow. And uh, Nat, what have we got to look forward to from the, the pageant planner car? I know you've had a, a new release. Okay, so I've got a brand new product. I decided to be a total rebel. It's absolutely nothing to do with pageantry. It's not pink. It's not floral. It is black and white and grey. It's called Like a Boss. It is the, I'm calling it the, the power planner. Anybody who wants to absolutely boss their life needs one of these. It's incredible. It's got kind of um, minds, a, a massive section. We've really expanded the section on mindset because, you know, we know from Club 5am that, you know, having that mindset, mm. throwing in a successful life, which I'm starting to get the hang of. Hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, people agree with me, but I'm starting to get the hang of the winning lifestyle kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very focused on mindset. There are sections for, you know, budgeting um income and expenses which we know is obviously when you're especially when you're starting your own business or you work for mm. yourself mm. something that you might really struggle to kind of get on board with so just different elements of stuff like that um but yeah it's well over 200 pages i'm really really excited for this one and it launches officially on the 7th of december because that is my sister's <gasps> birthday and she is the the best boss i know so that's my little my little memorial for her kind of birthday thing. Like, here we go. We're going to launch this brand new product. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good fun. It's going to be a perfect Christmas gift as well. Yes, it's on. It's available for pre-order. So, yeah, head to thepageantplannerco.com. That's my little plug for that. Fab. Chloe, what have you got on this coming week? So I had an amazing weekend weekend previous between doing my world record challenge and also I did my filming for my evening gown and swimwear for Miss Universe Ireland so that's also really exciting um so over the next week watch out for any news coming from there amazing yeah go to the top of the page there Adrian Mm -hmm. it's like a boss there it is I love that website it's so cute 
This one there it is. is there a preview? Oh, that's a PayPal page. Is there a preview of it somewhere, uh, Natalie, that there we can have a look at? Yet. It has literally okay. not yet been printed. So it is now being okay. finished and it is about to be printed. So I think Danielle is going to be one of the first, first people actually to get a copy of this. So she will be able to show you how amazing it is. I'm excited. International I'm shipping? So excited. Yes, no? initially it's just it's just for the uk to start with if the demand is there of course i will print and ship because obviously that i didn't ever expect the pageant planner itself um to to have an international demand and I've, I've probably sold more outside of the uk than i have inside of the uk so yeah incredible definitely well that so, will yeah. only increase with Lindsay and her personalized one i mean mm. your us sales and international sales are going to increase not decrease it's uh, it's definitely amazing. It's been a really, it's been it's been incredible. I was literally just created a product I was looking for. I couldn't find it anywhere. And um, there was lots mm. of there was a lots of available that you could like that you can print yourself. But like I'm I'm so disorganized and I'm so I, I have a really busy lifestyle. I'm the mum of two and I just felt like all oh, those loose sheets in a binder they were going to get torn out. Things were mm. going to go missing and stuff. I just wanted a pre a pre printed ready made product and I just couldn't find it anywhere. So. Yeah. Much like Miss Voluptuous, I just decided to make it. Like, okay, it. there's one out there. I'm yeah. going to do it myself. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm still it's looking for my gap in the market. Actually, no, I think I found it with the pageant stylist. But again, I think, yeah, that's, yeah. More a, that's more of a, uh, an American. I think the, I've had a lot more feedback from an international yeah. uh, market than I have in the UK. Um, so that's something that we share in common there. I feel like, if we, like you said earlier, Adrian, with it being such a, they take pageantry the next step. It's like a real business career. Yeah, so they invest more in it. It's, so. it's part of business. I mean, even with the pageant project itself, I mean, I initially only interviewed Australian contestants and that's what I wanted to do because I thought, oh, mm -hmm. I just want to focus on Australia. Didn't really get anywhere. And then it exploded in the UK. Yeah. I didn't plan for that. And then sometimes you just have to run with it. Um, sometimes, you know, the path you think you're going to go down, life just goes, hey, you know, just for fun, actually, let's go this way instead. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the pageant project, like the, the audience has become much more international now than it mm -hmm. was at the beginning. It's like split equally at the moment between Australia, UK, and the US. Um, and more, I mean, <laughs> The US, the, the American. Uh, and Ireland. Nasty coffee. coffee. You okay? You, you forgot Ireland. No, I was deliberately ignoring it. Moving on. <laughs> no, Chloe, honestly, like out of all the countries, the people that I've interviewed, the Irish girls, including yourself, they're all, they're all lovely, like yourself, Nadia, Eileen, who I interviewed. They're very, they're, I don't know, like everyone loves the Irish and I'm beginning to see why. I always describe the Irish as aggressively friendly, like they just make you have a good time. You can't not have a good time around them. I don't know any other country that does it. And I say this because I looked at Eileen's video for Miss Earth and I looked at, at a lot of the Miss Universe Island, the girls, what they, what they, what they, in their video, what they were saying. And it was this common theme of the Irish people, they're friendly, they welcome you. And it's really, really true. Even the yeah. Irish community here, I've never felt so welcomed by strangers in my life. Like if I walk into a giant room full of shouting Irish people to find <laughs> out who Irish people are, it's not exactly welcoming. And then you feel actually really quickly, you feel really welcomed. It's And it's then you weird. start shouting. So, <laughs> yeah, well, after, you know, after three Guinnesses, I mean, who's going to start shouting? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
no, I, I love the I love the Irish, um, and I, I will come and visit. Um, I've had four jabs in my arms, so I haven't forgotten <laughs> Ireland Club. Speaking of interviewing, have you got any interviews coming up? What's what's on your to do list for this coming week? I actually have an interview free week this week because I wanted time oh. to do other stuff. But I actually think my next interviewee is her. Me. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> I, I think he's you can't be named. He is a glad. Yeah, I know. I'm literal Voldemort. There's a lot of people out there that will agree with that. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> Don't say Voldemort. You're going to lose Chloe. You say Voldemort, <laughs> Chloe is not going. She's going to be useless for the rest of the whole story. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> It sounds like a good story. We're going to have to, yeah, we, we need to know. Um, yeah, there's probably quite a few people that agree. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, actually, uh, a little catch-up. But you must be a glutton for punishment, like two interviews on the bounce, you poor thing. I'm excited. No airplanes. We're, we're, we're just going to, you know, talk about normal stuff, Adrian. No pranks. I dealt no... with Emma for over a month, and that was hard work. If I can deal with her, I can deal with you. Hey, that's my friend you're talking about. <laughs> she's my friend too um, and um, natalie did this this is why um chloe was laughing yes oh you want to see the footage i mean it's not much to look at but all right I, there's here you go. No context. i feel like there needs to be context <laughs> <laughs> that definitely gives it more context. That is wonderful. Do you need more context, or is that enough context? Uh, that's, that enough context. Is enough. that's enough context. I think we're going to need to wrap up there, guys. But thank you. Fun so story. Ralph is actually born in Ipswich, and both of my children were born there too. There you go. <laughs> How about that little Voldemort fact for you? But anyway, I think you were kicking us all off. So thank you for having oh, us. Okay. <laughs> we, we need to go to bed. Yeah, we do. We're up at uh, five. Uh, uh, That's going to be my nightmares now. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. But thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much to my co-host and to the fabulous Natalie Carly. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head up to pageantlaunch.com to join the launch team for our pageant review site. All you have to do is enter your email address. It's completely free. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your friends and follow us on all our socials. Thanks and see you next time.